We're the twins, and these are our takes. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Twins Takes, a limited amounts podcast on all things sports. Well, it's been a while, but we are um, back and bringing you some episodes um, pretty consistently now. We've got a schedule set again, so we're going to um, stick to it and bring you s- some consistent episodes. But today's episode, we are recapping the NBA offseason. Um, NBA preseason is about to start in a couple of days, um, and we are going to be grading every single team's offseason um, based off of the moves they made, the trades they made, the signings they made, and how they drafted. Um should we just get right into it? We're going to go team yeah. by team alphabetically, um, talk through some of their signings, and then give our grade. Our grade scales we have, we have A+, plus, A, B, C, and F. Imran, do you want to describe kind of what your categories were? Like what made them go into A+, plus, A, B, C, and F? Yeah, so uh, for me, F is just their team, they just either made terrible moves or they just didn't put any attempt to make any moves. So most of them are teams that didn't really make moves. Um, there's just one team who they made one move really and it was just one I didn't like. But in C, it's sort of, if you attempted to make some moves um, and you made a few decent a few decent moves, then I'd put you in there. Or if you didn't make many signings but your team's still decent, then it's kind of in C. B, I think, is you made signings and you're around the same as where you were last year. A is you made signings and you've improved on your team last year. And A-plus is, well, your team is significantly better than it was last year. Yeah. So mine is F is either, yeah, they just didn't make any moves or the moves they made just were really, really bad and I don't understand. C is they put some effort in, they made some signings, um, but I don't think they were the right signings or their team is worse off than they were last year. B is similar to Imran's. I think they made... Good moves, not great moves, but their team's kind of where they were last season with a few change-ups, um, trying to just, I guess, change some things. Um, a is you made some great moves, um, but you didn't make enough great moves for me to think that you've really shot yourself up. Um, the rankings and then A-plus is you've had a pretty much perfect offseason. Should we get, start with the first team? We shall. All right, so the first team is the Atlanta Hawks. Um, we'll talk through what they did first and then give you who are our grades. So they drafted Onyeke Okongwu at 6th overall. Great pick. And they drafted Skylar Mays with 50th overall. Um, free agency, they signed Danilo Gallinari, Rajon Rondo, Chris Dunn, Solomon Hill, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. And they lost, the players they lost, they lost Dwayne Dedman in trade. They lost Jeff Teague, DeAndre Bembry, Charles Brown Jr., Tra- Travon Graham, Damian Jones, Scalabissier, Kyrie Thomas and Vince Carter retired. Imran, what stuck out to you from the Hawks offseason? Um, I think this is one of the teams who had one of the best offseasons. Um, they're a completely new-look team. Um, Onyeka Okongu is a great is a great pick. Um, I thought he was a little high at 6. Uh, I thought he'd go probably 9 or 10, but what he's going to bring you is lots of rebounding, lots of athleticism, lots of uh, rim protection, which is exactly what, what the... Um, Hawks need. I think him and John Collins as a one-two power forward duo um, will be will be will be dirty. I think if they both play at the same time, 
they'll work well together. Um, I think Daniel Gallinari is a great signing. He's great offense. Um, Rondo and Chris Dunn, two good guards. Rondo's a playmaker. Chris Dunn's a great defender. Um, and I think Bogdanovich is a key signing, just another score or shooter off the bench probably. But, mm. yeah, I, I think the Hawks have one of the best off-seasons out of any team. Yeah, um, I actually think Bogdanovich is going to start. I think they're going to go Trey Young, Bogdanovich, Danilo Gallinari, John Collins, and Clint Capella, which is a fantastic starting five. Yeah, they will, actually. Um, and then off the bench, you got Rondo, Chris Dunn, Onyeke Okongwu, um, and anyone else. And, like, Kevin Herder. Yeah. And some Kevin um, DeAndre Hunter. They're, they're stacked. Like, yeah. They're deep, too. So so I think they're they're going to be really, really good. Definitely com- competitive in the East, for sure. 100%. Um, we'll make the playoffs almost as a guarantee. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I love all, everything you touched on. The signings of Gallinari and Bogdanovich probably going straight into their starting lineup. And Onyeke drafted and Rondo and Chris Dunn um, coming off the bench. This is an A-plus for me, an A-plus offseason as the Atlanta Hawks went from a lottery team to a potential contender in the East. Uh, I don't know if they're a potential contender, but they're definitely... Potential contender. They're definitely better off than they were. I still think they're... They're, they're not in the top four in the East. Um, oh, but they're fifth, I'd say. We'll see, but uh, I think another big thing is they didn't really have any key losses. Yeah. Um. So when you look at it, they just their gain was way was way higher than the loss. So yeah. Yeah. Definitely an A plus for me as well. Okay. Next team, your team, the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics. Do you want to go who go through who they added and who they lost? Yeah. So we drafted Aaron Nesmith, fourteen overall. Drafted Peyton Pritchard, twenty six overall. Yam Mater Matter at forty seven. Um. We signed Tristan Thompson, Jeff Teague, and kept the goat Taco, on our two way contracts. We lost Vincent Poirier. Um, Poirier. And, uh, Poirier. Ennis Cantor. Um, to, in trades. And we lost Gordon Hayward in our trade. Um, and Brad Wanamaker in free agency. Um, for me, I think uh, key important thing is Tristan Thompson's a great signing. Um, I think he's a veteran center. Um, gives us defense, rebounding, and, and, a, and a bit of scoring if we need it. But I think him and Daniel Tice will be a better center are will be a better center duo, um than Tyson and his canter, uh I think Jeff Teague's a great backup guard to have off the bench, um the veteran, and we got him for cheap money. I think when you look at it, the Gordon Hayward loss isn't a bad loss. He wasn't playing well for us. We weren't gonna pay him the money that he wanted anyway. So I think that in itself isn't a bad loss. I would have liked to see him in a sign and trade for something more, um, but. Yeah, and then I think Brad Wanamaker, he's he's our he's the biggest loss. I think he was great for us in the playoffs as a backup guard, but I think overall, uh, I gave us an A because I think Tristan Thompson, Jeff T, great signings. Um, Aaron Nesmith was a great draft pick, one of the best shooters, uh, in the draft class. And although we lost Gordon Hayward, we were probably gonna lose him anyways. We didn't really want to bring him back. The only big loss is Brad Wanamaker, um, and I think we're a better team now than last year. So I gave us an A. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure I agreed with you. I like Aaron Nesmith, a uh, really good shooter off the bench. Um, Tristan Thompson is something you guys have needed for a long time. He's a really good center, a solid guy, rebound um, really well. Um, and he is definitely going to improve his starting lineup right away. Um, Jeff Teague, I'd say, is a slight upgrade on Brad Wanamaker. Um, they probably play similar roles, um, score probably just as much. Jeff Teague, probably a better passer. 
um, but just veteranship off the bench, which I think you guys lacked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the loss of Gordon Hayward's big, but you just shift everything over. You probably start Smart. Kemba, Smart, uh, Brown, Tatum, and now Tristan Thompson, and I'd argue that your starting lineup is now better than what it was last year. So I agree. I gave you guys an A. Um, but, uh, I th- yeah, I think you guys are better off than you were last year, but I don't think you had a perfect offseason. No, I, I agree with you. All right, so next up we have the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Who they didn't really do much. They didn't do a whole lot. They, had a, they drafted Reggie Perry, uh, 57th overall. They trade in a trade acquired Bruce Brown and Landry Shamit. Um, they signed Jeff Green. Uh, they lost... Dazna Musa and a lot of players: Garrett Temple, Jamal Crawford, Justin Anderson, Lance Thomas, Michael Beasley, Wilson Chandler, Chris Chioza, Donta Hall, Tyler Johnson, and Jeremiah Martin. Not that any of those really mean anything other than Jamal Crawford, um, but I mean, there's just not a whole lot here that the the Brooklyn Nets have done. I think they did; they made some decent moves. I I really like Landry Shamit. Yeah. Um, I think he's gonna be a great piece off the bench. Um, a really, really good shooter. Shoots it at a really high percentage from deep. Um, I also like Jeff Green off the bench. I think he's a really, really underrated player off he the bench. He start for them. No, he won't. But, um, Who's going to start at power forward for the Nets? Jared Allen. No, Jared Allen will start at center. Don't they still have DeAndre Jordan? Yeah, but he won't start, I don't think. Um, I don't know. But Jeff Green, I think, is uh, really, really good. His athleticism is probably what uh, helps him out the most. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think they had an okay off season. I wouldn't say anything great. So I gave them a B. I think we didn't get to see what they were last year. Um, cause obviously they were missing Kevin Durant. So I'd say they're probably just as good as a team as they were last year. Um, it's really hard to judge obviously because without KD, but based off of the signings they made, I give them a B. Yeah. Um, I like Jeff Green. Uh, I think it's a good signing. I like Daniel Shaman. It's a great piece. Um, I give them a C overall. Interesting. Um, uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily because they're worse than they are were last year. We don't know what they're gonna be like, but I just don't think you can. When you have Katie and Kyrie, you can't and Spencer Dinwiddie and Jared Allen, Dondre Jordan. You can't make too many don't moves. Don't forget Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert. Um, you can't make too many moves. Um, I think for what they did, they were. They, it was decent, but um, I don't think I can give them a B just because they were kind of limited in what they could do. Yeah. So you give them a C? Yeah, there is. Okay. Interesting. Charlotte Hornets. Um, you want to talk through who they got? Yeah, so obviously they're, for Charlotte, the big big things were they drafted LaMelo Ball. Yep. Um, also got Vernon Carey in the draft, Nick Richards, Grant Riller. Um, they signed Nate Darley uh, undrafted. Um, and then they signed Gordon Hayward and Bismack Biombo. Um, only really lost Dwayne Bacon. Um, they also lost Willie Hernan Gomez, Kobe Simmons, and Ray Spalding, but not really that big of losses. Um, I think Lamelo Ball is gonna be their franchise player. Um, hopefully he stays there for a long time. Um, I think he'll learn a lot. Uh, the only problem is they do have a few too many guards now, but um, hopefully they they start Lamelo because uh he's gonna be their player. And then I think Gordon Hayward's a great signing for them. Maybe a bit overpaid. For sure overpaid. But um, I think he'll get back to as close as what he could, what he was doing before his, his old injuries. But um, him and him and Lamelo, they look like they're, they're going to be a duo to, to mess with in the East. Yeah. 
Um, now that I'm looking at what they did, I kind of want to move them down. I had them in A because um, the draft did really, really well. LaMelo Ball, great pick. Vernon Carey, fantastic pick in the second round. Um, and picking up Gordon Hayward and re-signing, I think, Bismack Biombo, um, is really good. But here's my questions is they have a lot of guards now. So they have Devontae Graham, LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, Malik Monk, and someone else, I believe. Um, and maybe that's it. Yeah. LaMelo Ball, Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier, Malik Monk. Four good guards. Who's going to start on the bench? Terror's here. They're paying a lot. Devontae Graham was their best player last season, and LaMelo Ball is your third overall pick. Which one of them starts on the bench? Uh, Terror's here. Which is surprising and going to be hard. But then also, they have a couple good forwards in Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington, but their center position is terrible, and they needed to fill it out, and Bismack Biombo is not who they needed to fill it out with. Yeah. That's their been their weak spot for a very, very long time. So... I'm going to keep them in an A because of what I set out, and they are a much better team than they were last season. But because of all the questions, I'm not going to give them an A+, plus because I just want to see what they do with their roster. Yeah, I have them in an A. I think they're definitely better than last year. Uh, LaMelo Ball and Gordon Hayward will bring some life back to Charlotte Hornets basketball. Um, and with Devontae Graham, P.J. Washington... Um, I think it'll be they'll be a, they'll be a fun team to watch next year or yeah. this year, this year in about fourteen days. Yeah. Then we move on to the Chicago Bulls. This I, team, I, I'm just, they're an F. I put them this in team. F. I'm just saying it, it now. It just didn't make a. They just didn't do anything. So they drafted Patrick Williams at four, which we'll talk about was that. really really interesting. Um, pr- definitely a gamble pick. Um, and you could look back on this one in a couple of years and question why they did that, especially if the guys of, or the likes of Obi Toppin and Denny Odia um, start having a really good career. So that's a questionable one. Um, but he was a, he is the, probably the best defender in the class, so they saw something there that they liked. But then they just didn't do anything. They yeah. signed Devin Dotson, who, Zach Norville Jr., Garrett Temple, Noah Vonley, all useless. Um, don't really make a lot of impact on the team. Devin Dodson is a reject from the Knicks. Um, and then they lost Chris Dunn, who was a big part of that team. Um, a really, really good defender. You probably, Patrick Williams replaces him, but you didn't do anything with your team. And you're a team that's terrible. So if that's the re- direction you want to go and you want to rebuild, you te- you have been rebuilding for a while now. Your team should be somewhat good. Um, but they just didn't do anything to give me any hope that they're going to be good. Yeah. Um, with a young team, Kobe White, Zach Levine, Wendell Carter, um, Denzel oh, Valentine. Auto, yeah, like this is a team that could potentially sneak into the East, but they needed a couple more pieces and they didn't do it. So it's an F for me too. Yeah, I mean, I think either they, they need to make a decision on Zach Levine and Otto Porter because right now they're not a team that, that's going to make the playoffs. Um, and so just keeping Zach Levine around isn't going to do much and eventually he's going to he's not going to be as valuable so they really need to look at what they're doing and if they think that in the next few years they can make a push then keep him but if not then I think it's time to move on from Levine and Porter I apologize um it was 
Devin Dotson that they signed. No, not, not Damian Dotson. Not the Knicks reject. The next team signed the Knicks, Knicks reject. Yes, they did. Which um, is the, so, yeah, we both gave them an F. Yeah. Then we move on to Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, Cleveland drafted Isaac O'Connor fifth overall. Uh, they traded for JaVale McGee. They brought back Matthew Delvadova, and they signed Damian Dotson and Thon Maker. Um, they lost Tristan Thompson, obviously. Um, they lost Matt Mooney, Ante Zizic, and they lost Jordan Bell and Alfonso McKinney uh, in a trade. Um, so I think I like Isaac Okora. Um, I think he's a great piece. Uh, hopefully they hopefully they start him um, at the small forward uh, rather than Jetty Osman because I think at this point the Cavs are just going young, so you might as well just start your young players. Joel um, McGee is an interesting person to trade for. It's going to back up Drummond. I don't think they needed to really strengthen uh, the center position. I think they really needed a backup guard who can defend, to be honest. Um, but they put in some effort. The fact that they tried to make a trade um, just shows me that. And the fact that they moved on from Tristan Thompson shows me they're somewhat headed in the right direction. It'll be interesting to see if Kevin Love goes before the start of the season. Um, I would have liked to see them fix... Uh, their guard situation, but as far as it's concerned, I'm giving them a C. Okay, I don't agree with pretty much all of what you just said, um, but uh, but but I'll get into it. Um, so I think Isaac Okoro at five is again a gamble. Them and the Bulls, um, really really gambled. Um, it could pay off, and they could have seen something that they really really liked. Um, and there was talks that they were going to trade down. Um, I'm assuming it's because they wanted Isaac Okoro and they realized they could have taken him further down. But they took him where they did. Um, and so I'm not going to question them. I'm just going to see how it plays out. But right now it is a gamble um, taking him at the five. Um, not really. It is. Well, I mean, they weren't going to draft Obi Toppin or Denny because they didn't want a power forward. They wanted a small forward who could defend. Well, you could have played either Obi Toppin or Denny Abdiya at the small forward. Yeah, but that's that's not what they were going for. They were going for a defend a defense. No, no, I know, but it's still a gamble picking someone at the five who probably was gonna be towards the tenth pick. It's still a gamble, um, regardless of if if it's what they needed. It's it's still a gamble taking them up higher than probably most people would because you could have had a really really good player. Um, even if he didn't fit the system, you could have figured out a way to fit him in, but I think it's a gamble. Then, um, I actually really like the Cleveland Cavaliers team. I actually do. I just don't think they did anything that made sense to me in the offseason. I agree with you. I don't think JaVale McGee needed to be traded for. Um, I'm assuming they just kind of wanted the veteranship, or it was just the Lakers finessing so they could get Marcus Gasol on the team, um, and the Cavs just agreed to do that. Um... I, but I like this team. I think Colin Sexton and Darius Garland are a good backcourt. I don't think they're a great backcourt. I don't think they're anything fantastic, but I think they're young and they can continue to work with each other. Kevin Love and Andre Drummond at your power forward and your center, that's a solid power forward and center. Then you have options at the small forward. You have Isaac Okoro, you have Jetty Osman, but you also have Kevin Porter Jr. who's a young guy too who could start at the small forward. I don't think this is a playoff team at all. But I don't think they're as bad as people give them credit for. It'll be interesting to see if Kevin Love goes. I think he's not likely to go before the season. I think he's more likely to go at the trade deadline. But I just didn't see a lot of moves here. So I gave them an F. 
but I actually really like this Cleveland Cavaliers team. I don't think it's ter- as terrible as people say it is. So the only thing you disagreed with me on is Isaac Okoro. Well, what else did you say? I kind of lost what you were saying. Um, no, I think I think they have a good backcourt. I don't think they need more guards. You were talking about they need to fix their guard situation. I think their guard situation well, is exactly where they need it. No, I think they're both too small to be playing the one and the two, and they're not good enough defenders. That's no, there's no opinion. good... There's very few good guard defenders. I think... But I didn't, I didn't mean, like, fix who their starting guard is, but I would like to see them have brought in maybe a Chris Dunn to come off the bench to defend the guard position. Or something I, like I that. I agree. That's why, that's why I gave them an F. Because they didn't make the bench signings. I think... Their starting lineup is good. The rest of their team is very bad. And that's why I would have liked them to see bring in some smaller signings, some bench players. But I don't think they really need to fix anything in their starting lineup at all. I think, as far as I'm concerned, if you, if you, if you run out the lineup of Sexton, Garland, let's say Isaac Okoro, Kevin Love, Andre Drummond, then off the bench you have probably Delvadova. Do- I don't know who else they have. Delvadova, Dotson. Kevin Porter Jr., um, J.D. Osmond, and JaVale McGee. That's a 6-10 to man that can win somewhat play. Yeah. So, So I I really like... I think I see. But that's just because they have a good team. The only guy they brought in that is useful is Isaac Okoro, maybe. JaVale McGee, JaVale McGee's okay, but they're they're backup guards that I would have liked to see strengthen. And they didn't do anything there. Their forward spots are good. Jetty Osmond, Kevin Porter Jr., Larry Nance, um, Andre Drummond, Kevin Love. That's that's good. It's their backup guards that I would have liked to see strengthened. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that... I'm, I'm saying that they probably should have strengthened them, but I think that, as far as I'm concerned, they, they made a few moves, a few of them which I like, um, and I think they're above the other teams that I put in there. Okay. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. Do you want to talk to, to, talk to them? Sure. So I'm just going to just start naming the important things. Um, drafted Josh Green, Tyrell Terry, and Tyler Bay in the draft. Uh, traded for Josh Richardson and James Johnson. Um, re-signed J.J. Barrera, which is big. Just team-wise and who people like. Um, and they also signed Wes Iwundu and Willie Colley-Stein. Um, they lost Seth Curry, which is big. Dolan Wright and Justin Jackson. I uh, lost my kid Gilchrist, Courtney Lee. Um, I gave Dallas a B because I think they're almost where they are last year. I think Josh Richardson and Seth Curry are... Uh, you lose offense with Seth, but you gain defense with Josh Richardson. So if you look at that as a straight swap, um, I think that's a, it's a, it evens itself out. Um, I like the way they drafted uh, Josh Green, Tyler... Tyrell Terry and Tyler Bay, I like all three of them. Um, but I don't think their team is better than last year. I think it's still going to be the same. Luca and Porzingis are going to be their, their duo. Uh, and they're going to put shooters around them and play like that. Yeah, now that I'm looking at it, I had them in a B as well. But I don't know whether I need to move them down. Only because they lost Seth Curry and DeLon Wright and Justin Jackson. For good young pieces off the bench, Seth, Seth Curry... Actually, no, because, never mind. Um, DeLon Wright, um, I think Jalen Brunson is just a good ba- just as good of a backup point guard. I think he actually plays some really important minutes when Luke well, is hurt. Well, point guard. They usually, start Luke, they usually start him and Brunson at the same time, no? Yeah, uh, I don't know what their starting lineup's going to be, but I think Jalen Brunson 
will fill the void that DeLon Wright, and then they have Trey Burke too still, so I think they're fine. Um, like you said, Seth Curry and Josh Richardson trade. Um, Josh Richardson probably gives you more defense, which they need. They don't necessarily need more pure shooting. So B, I think they're slightly better, but I don't think they're significantly better to the point where they're an A. Yeah. Um, Denver Nuggets. So the Denver Nuggets, they drafted Zeke Nagy? Yeah, I think so. Um, and then RJ Hampton um, in free agency, brought in Jermichael Green, some other guy, probably won't impact Facundo them at all. Facundo Campazzo yeah. from Real Madrid. Um, and, then they, and then they lost Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, Torrey Craig, Tyler Cook, Troy Daniels, and Noah Vonley. So, I'll give the Nuggets a C. I think they are worse off than they were last year. I think losing Jeremy Grant is massive. I think losing Mason Plumlee is big, but they'll probably, hopefully, use Bull Bull to fill that void. Yeah. Um, and losing Torrey Craig is also pretty big. Yep. Um, so I think they just didn't do enough. I mean, Jermichael Green's like, okay, but what does he really bring you? One thing that's interesting is they did bring in Marcus Howard from... Marquette? Marquette. Okay. Marquette, Marquette. yeah. So that would be interesting because he was obviously one of the best scorers in college. Um, didn't get drafted, but got signed to a two-way contract. So that would be interesting. But I just don't think they made any enough moves to make them better. And they lost some big pieces. So they're a C for me. I think they're worse off now than they were last season. Yeah, I think for me, out of the best teams they were last year, uh, the Denver Nuggets had the worst offseason by far. Um, I think if you look at it, out of the top four, out of both uh, both the West and East finals, out of those four teams, Devin Nuggets the worst offseason. I'd argue somewhere else, but no. Because you'll know who I'm talking about when I get there. Denver, they drafted RJ Hampton, which I think is the only good move they made. Um, I think at 24, he's a great, he's a, he's a steal. Uh, they lost Jeremy Grant, which is a big loss. I like Jeremy Grant. I think he's a great player. Uh, they lost Mason Plumlee. He's a, he's a good backup center. Um, and Torrey Craig's a great backup small forward because he gives you, he, he's great defensively and he can knock down the three ball. Um, and I get Ball Ball's probably going to step up and play a bigger role for them, but I think losing three key role players on a team that was so close is, is such a big loss. Um, and I don't think they made too many moves um, to try and gain assets. So it was a C for me as well, but I, 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 it's not an F because the team's still good and they still make the playoffs. And they kept their big pieces, um, but it definitely wasn't a, a great off season by any by any means. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I we put them in the same spot. So let's move on to the next team. This team is the most confusing team probably in all of basketball. The biggest and best move of, of their off season came a couple days ago. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing, right? Yeah, Leandro Ball. Yeah, Leandro Ball. That's the best. Buckets. The best move they made. Leandro Buckets Ball. Um. But let's talk about the Detroit Pistons. Um. So they. Um, did a lot this offseason. Um, yes. A lot of which didn't make sense at all. Uh, they drafted Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bey, Saban Lee. Um, they tr- acquired DeLon Wright in a trade, Daznan Musa, Rodney Magruder, Dwayne Dedman. Um, and they signed Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumlee, Jaleel for Josh Jackson, and LeAngelo Ball. Um, they lost Bruce Brown, Luke Kennard, Kyrie Thomas, Tony Snell. Christian Wood, Langston Galloway, John Henson, Brandon Knight, Thon Maker, Jordan McCray, Derek Walton Jr., Jordan Bone, Lewis King, Thon Maker. Jeez. I gave them a C because I don't understand the moves. A lot of the moves. 
I think they drafted fantastically. Yeah. Killian Hayes, fantastic. Isaiah Stewart, fantastic. Sadiq Bey, fantastic. Acquiring DeLon Wright, I like that. But you lose Luke Kennard, which is massive. You mm-hmm. lose Christian Wood, which is massive. I agree. Then you bring in so many forwards and centers. Yeah. I... Then you, you bring in Mason Plumlee, you bring in Joey Okafor. Neither of which are good centers by any means. Yeah. Neither of them are good starting centers. Well, I mean, so, and they have Dwayne Dedman, yeah. who they are traded for. So that's that. Then you also have Jeremy Grant, who I think is actually a fantastic signing. That's I, probably their best signing. That's, that's their best signing of before. Anyone. He'll start at power forward. For, oh, no, he won't. Because they got small Blake forward. Griffin. Start so small, small forward. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just a lot of, a lot of forwards. Yeah, and, that I just and, don't know what they're gonna do with and, them. And the problem going into this offseason for for the Pistons was, what do you do with your backcourt? Because Derrick Rose is still there. Yeah. Um, like, do they start Derrick Rose at the two and start Killian Hayes now? Like, what what is their plan? It's just like you said, it's just very confusing. You don't really know what they're gonna do. Um, and so although they made so many moves, so many of them are so confusing. That I also gave him a C because I don't see where this franchise is, is heading. I don't see, I don't know if they have a goal in mind because they're just signing as many players as they can. But it seems like they're only signing forwards. So yeah, I mean this is this is the current roster. It's twenty man, but like I'll tell you how many forwards they have: Sadiq Bey, Sekou Dumbia, Jeremy Grant, Blake Griffin, Josh Jackson, Lewis King, Anthony Lamb, uh, Daznan Musa, Svi Makai, Luke, Jaleel Okafor, Mason Plumley, um, Isaiah Stewart. That's I don't know how many I just named probably twelve yeah of their twenty on twenty man roster that is forwards and their guards are not good Delon Wright Derek Rose, Leandro Ball, oh. Killian Hayes like there it's just a team that doesn't make a lot of sense to me right now yeah and they have no future plans and they're just signing people because they want to sign people and make it look like they did something if I if they didn't make the signing of Jeremy Grant I'd probably give them an F but they're C. Because they at least put some effort in. Yeah. Um, Golden State now. Um, so first to James Wiseman. Great, great draft pick. Um, the big thing surrounding Golden State this offseason was, of course, Clay's injury. Um, because of that injury, they definitely had a different offseason than they probably would have predicted before that. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows whether they would have drafted James Wiseman if... Uh, Clay was okay. They still would have. I don't think that affected the draft pick. Well, I, we don't know. We don't know. Who knows? Well, they definitely would have. So let me talk to you about. They drafted James Wiseman, Nico Mannion, Justinian Jessup, traded for Kelly Oubre, signed Brad Wanamaker and Kent Bazemore, only lost Dragon Bender and they waived Kai Bowman. Um, this team, I gave them an A. Who? Um, because firstly they'll be better than last year. Well, yeah, but injuries. But they'll still be better than last year. Well, obviously. Yeah. No matter they, no matter who, but they could have done nothing in their team. I think their roster, like their paper on, their roster on paper, this year compared to last year, including all the injuries and stuff, is still better. Okay. I think, Kelly Oubre for what they had to do because of Clay's absence, he's. One of the best small forwards you could have gotten. Um, who will give you defense and can score the ball. Um, James, we- James Wiseman will come and hopefully slide straight into the starting lineup. 
Um, and he's gonna be a he's gonna be a he's gonna be a really talented player. Nico Manian at forty eight is a steal. Um, Brad Wanamaker is was one of the best uh, off the bench guards I think in the in free agency this year. And Kent Bazemore is a guard who can come off the bench and give you buckets. I think the Warriors people are sleeping on them because Clay's gone. I think they're gonna be one of the top four teams in the West still. I don't agree. Um, they definitely could be. Um, because Steph is Steph, but I think they're gonna f- falter a little bit, just because I don't know how well Kelly Oubre necessarily fits the Warriors system. I think you tried to replace Clay Thompson and you did a decent job, but what you lose from Clay Thompson with Kelly Oubre is not a fantastic catch-and-shoot guy. Um, he can shoot the three well. That's not what I'm saying. Um, he's a decent defender, too, and he'll give you some energy on the floor with some poster dunks. But I think they are had an okay offseason. I gave him the B. I think James Wiseman's a fantastic draft pick. But I think the only other... Brad Wanamaker's good, too. I like that. Back up point guard. I think... Kelly Oubre, because I know he's a replacement of Klay Thompson, I can't say it's a good signing. It's a good signing for what they had to do, but technically he's replacing Klay Thompson. I don't think he can replace Klay Thompson. And I think they're better off, or they're worse off, obviously, with him than they would have been with Klay Thompson. So, despite him improving their team because of where they're at, I gave them a B because... Of I I count an injury as something that's happening in the off season and this off season hurt them. But I for me I think I can, I don't look at it as a straight. Does Kelly Oubre replace Clay Thompson? I look at it as with the signings they brought. A they get deeper than they were last year because they really struggled with their depth last year. Um, and I look at it as bringing in Kelly Oubre, Brad Wanamaker, and Kent Bazemore. The three of them can do what Clay did. They can score. Three of them will probably combine for as many points as Clay did last year, and or more. Ken Bazemore is a great scorer. That's all Clay he does. Play last season. Okay, well, Clay's average points per game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly Oubre is a great defender. Brad Wanamaker is a pretty good defender. So I think when you look at it like that, which is the way I'm looking at it, um, then it they have improved to me. But I understand what you're saying in the fact that. The signing they made was a panic signing because of what happened. So I understand what you're saying, but I'm looking at it a different way, which is why I think that, in a way, they have done enough to replace Clay, just using different play players. Do you know what I mean? Yep, I get it. I'm just okay. We're gonna move weird. on before Liam starts to say anything dumb. Say anything uh, dumb. Houston I'm Rockets. right in this situation. No, you're not. Houston Rockets. Um, so the big thing with Houston Rockets, obviously, is. Russell Westbrook got traded. Uh, so they got John Wall. Uh, they drafted Kenyon Martin. They signed Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tate, and DeMarcus Cousins. They lost Robert Covington and Russell Westbrook in trades. Um, they lost Jeff Green, Damari Carroll, Tyson Chandler, Austin Rivers, and a few other not important people. Now, the big thing still surrounding Houston is James Harden. He didn't show up to training camp or whatever it is. He seems like he f- wants to force his way out. 
But as of now, we have to look at it as if he's on the Houston Rockets. Yes, I agree. I gave them a B because I think that DeMarcus Cousins and Christian Wood are fantastic signings who will probably start for them. However, the loss of Russell Westbrook, even though you're replacing him with John Wall, who could be better, and James Harden wants to play with John Wall, apparently, he's a gamble. And he's coming off an injury. You don't know what you're going to get with him. Um, and so, although the Christian Wood and Dwight's cousin signings are good, the uncertainty of John Wall, and sort of the uncertainty of Boogie, because he hasn't played in a little while, um, is why I kept him at a B. Because... All in all, I think they'll still be around the same team and finish around where they were last year. So I actually had them at a B, and I just moved them up to an A. And I'm not sure if I still agree with moving them up to an A, but I'm going to do it. Um, I think one thing they did they did the off, in the offseason that is fantastic, moved away from small ball. Thank God. Yeah, that was... Um, so DeMarcus Cousins, fantastic signing. Christian Wood, even better signing. Um, two guys that are going to be really, really good for them. You know what you're getting out of Christian Wood. DeMarcus Cousins, if he plays at the level that he can, all-star caliber. Mm-hmm. Then you replace Russell Westbrook with John Wall. Yes, Russell Westbrook is a big loss because even last season he put up good numbers. He didn't shoot it well, but he put up good numbers. Um, but you've got a guy that now wants to play with... James Harden wants to play with. He's a guy that won't doesn't necessarily need the ball in his hands, but can also facilitate. And I think, being biased, he is going to have a comeback season that a lot of people would not have expected. So, because of that, I'm giving the Rockets an A. I think they're significantly better because they all, they switch system. And they made some good signings that if they play at the level they can, I believe they're a top four team in the West. Okay. And if they keep James Harden and he realizes he wants to play here and he commits to playing with the Rockets, I think they are a top four team in the West. If they lose James Harden, will you downgrade them? Absolutely. They will probably go to a C. Okay. Because they are significantly worse off. Um, I just wanted to tell you one thing. Um, J.J. Barea um, is being waived by the Dallas Mavericks. But Mark Cuban wanted to give him one last contract and some money for to reward him with his t- first time with the Mavs. Dang. Mark Cuban. Alright, so they moved on to a C now. JJ Burr is a big loss, man. Um, then we move on to the Pacers. I'm going to spend 15 seconds talking about them. They drafted Cassius Stanley. They lost TJ Leaf, basically. The other guys are irrelevant. Uh, this was one of the worst off-seasons ever because the team wasn't that good. They were in a bit of a Phase where they don't know what to do. They're an average team. They need to be a better team. Uh, Oladipo seems like he doesn't want to play there. Bogdan was okay. Sabonis was okay. Uh, but they made absolutely zero moves, so it's an F for me. I agree. Uh, this team is potentially one of the most boring teams uh, in the league. Um, yes, they might make the playoffs in the East because the East sucks. Um, and they have some good players, but Oladipo probably wants to go. They should have traded Miles Turner. Monta Sabonis is their only good player, besides Malcolm Brogdon, who's actually so underrated still. Um, TJ Warren had eight decent games in the bubble, uh, and their team sucks, and they didn't do anything about it. So sorry, Pacers fans. Sorry, Nimsy, but you guys suck. Yeah, I mean, I think them and one other team in the East that we'll talk about later that always make the playoffs is maybe the year they, they start to miss it, to be honest. Yeah. But 
Oh my god, I hate that team too. Alright, um, we're moving on to the Clippers. The Clips. Uh, I'm going to start with my grade. I gave them a B. Okay. Um, drafted Daniel Tour, Jay Scrub, traded for Luke Kennard. You're a scrub. Uh, signed Serge Ibaka, Nicholas Batum, and Reggie Jackson. Uh, they lost Landry Shamit, Rodney Magruder. Of course, the big ones, Montrose Harrell. Uh, they lost to Michael Green. Uh, did they bring back Reggie Jackson yet or no? I think there's talks about it, so we'll see what happens. But for now, they've lost him. They brought um, him back. They did? Okay. Yeah. So, I give them a B. I like Luke Kennard. I like trading for him. Um, although, they lost Rodney Magruder. I think Luke Kennard's an upgrade. Yes. Um, Serge Ibaka's a great signing. Fantastic. Great, great signing. Um, although they lost Montrez, Serge won't be able to do as good of a job as what Montrez does, but... He, you think he does better than Montrez? I think he's better than Montrez. You think? I, I could agree with that. I wasn't going to say that because I didn't want you to slew me, but I, I think Serge Ibaka is going to do a better job. I think he'll give you more... Uh, he'll space the floor better. Um, and I think him and Kawhi, they have some sort of connection already, so I think that will also help the chemistry. Um, I don't really get Nicholas Batum um, because... He's old. He's old. <laughs> oh, I already said they re-signed Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Um, I think Reggie Jackson's a great backup guard. Um, and I think this team didn't do, need to do much. I think they're close... To, I think they're basically the same as what they were last year. They need Paul George and Kawhi to be stars. Um, it'll be interesting to see if anything happens with Pat Bev and Lou Will. Um, just chemistry-wise, just to see what happens. But I think this team is a B, and I think they're about where they were last year. Yeah, I also gave them a B. Um, I think Serge Ibaka's the best signing they made, for sure. Um, losing Landry Shamit, I don't necessarily like. I think he was a fantastic shooter off the bench, played a really good role. Um, you do uh, get Luke Kennard, though, who necessarily doesn't give you enough as, as much sharpshooting, but he gives you the scoring that Landry Shamit would have brought. So I think it's a... It's an okay trade, but then again, you also have Lou Williams, who probably plays a better role than Luke Kennard does, unless you're about to shop Lou Williams. I gave them a B because, although Ibaka definitely improves their team, I thought they were going to do more because mm-hmm. of how good they were last season and how it ended. I thought they were going to ship off Lou Williams. I thought they were going to try and get a good point guard well, yeah, because Pat Beverly's not after, good. There were talks of them going after Westbrook. Yeah, so... Like a big three, which would have been big. I but. just think they still cannot do anything with Patrick Beverly starting at the point guard. So I gave him a B because Ibaka improves their team, but they didn't replace some of the areas I would have liked them to. So B for me. Yeah, 100%. Then I'm going to talk about the Lakers for 15 seconds because um, not much needs to be said. Uh, they signed Montrose Hale, great signing. Wesley Matthews, great signing. Mark Gasol, great signing. Mike Eve Morris, just cause. Jared Dudley, just cause. Costas, just cause. Anthony Davis, bad signing. Kidding. Amazing signing. Glad that he, he signed for a long-term contract with the Lakers. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, fantastic. Jordan Bell and Alfonso McKinney, eh, probably just a clear cap space. Lost Danny Green, probably most Lakers fans are happy about that. Uh, JaVale McGee, wasn't really doing much for them. Uh, lost Rajon Rondo, he played well for them, but they brought in some backup guards. Avery Bradley didn't really play in the bubble, so we haven't seen much. Well, of he recently. didn't play in the bubble. That's what I'm he saying. Didn't go, well, you said he didn't really play. He didn't go to the bubble. No, I'm saying he didn't play in the bubble. Yeah. Um. So we haven't seen much of him, but I mean, they basically replaced him with Wesley Matthews, in my opinion. Uh, Dwight Howard was the confusing one. He said he was going to resign and then didn't, but not a bad loss. Jared Smith, yeah, never. Dion Waiters, yeah, bye bye. Um, their 
even better than they were last year. I don't get how they're in champion. They won the championship and they added Dennis Schroeder, who's a better point guard, a better scorer. Montrose Harrell, who's a great center. Marcus Ole, who's a great center. And Wesley Matthews, he's a great two guard who can score and defend. So yeah, they're gonna win it again. Yeah, I mean, you said all that needs to be said. They lost guys, um, but they replaced them with even better guys. So this is a team that won the championship and just improved significantly. Um, and if they do not win the championship again, I'll be very much surprised. Yep. So we're just going to move on quickly because the Lakers had an A-plus offseason. They had the perfect offseason, the best offseason of any team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. A very, very good offseason. They had the perfect offseason. Uh, not perfect. Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. They, yeah, so they... What did they do? They... Sorry. They drafted Desmond Bain, Xavier Tillman, Killian Tilly, uh, Jaleel Tripp, um, and they acquired Mario Hazonia by trade. They lost Josh Jackson and a couple other guys. Oh, I'm, now I'm going against what I said. What did you say? Well, I'm, I was going to give them a C because... They're technically not a whole lot worse off than they were last season. But they also didn't do a lot. So, since they're they're not worse than they were last season, usually that'd be a B. But they didn't do a lot. That'd be an F. Put them in the middle. Gave them a C. They're a young team. I don't think they needed to do a lot. I think the more they play, the better they'll get. And as long as they keep their guys, they're going to be all right. So, C is where I put them because they didn't do a lot. But they're not worse. Yeah. So, for me, I put them in a C as well. Uh, they're a young team, so they don't need to do much. I think for me, the reason I put them in a C and not an F is because while they didn't make too many moves, they also didn't lose too many crucial pieces. Um, and I think that was the goal for Memphis going into this offseason. Um, so I think they're just as good as they were last year. Um, but obviously they didn't do anything, so I can't give them that B. But yeah, definitely a C, and I'm excited to see if this team can push for the playoffs in a tough West. Yep. Okay, Miami Heat. They drafted well with Precious Achua at 20. Uh, they signed Maurice Harkless and Avery Bradley. Uh, they lost Jay Crowder, Derek Jones Jr., um, and Solomon Hill. I gave this team a C. Oh, that's harsh. No, because I'll tell you why. They re-signed Myers Leonard to a two-year, $20 oh, million deal. You're right. Yeah, that's terrible. They were a B until that happened. You don't give Myers Leonard $10 million. So I don't care how much he does for you on the bench. Uh, he, he's not as, he's not in your top ten. Uh, your power forwards are already good. Um, and I just think that was a waste of money. I think they could have gotten a few other better players. Yep. Um, maybe resign some of their guys that left. Yeah, Pre- yeah, Jay Crowder and Derek Jones Jr. could easily bought them back for five million each. Mm, not Jay Crowder, but Derek Se- Jones Jr. for sure. Could have got Jay Crowder for seven million. Derek Jones Jr. for seven million, and still paid. What's his name? Six million. Jay Crowder's on a bigger contract than that. Okay, fine. Give Jay Crowder nine million. Give Derek Jones Jr. six million. I I, I think it's still I think it's still higher, but to like, they could have spent that money better than Myers Leonard. Yeah. Um, I think Precious is a great draft pick. Yeah. At twenty, I think he'll be great. I think Avery Bradley's a great guard, but they have so many guards already. It's just confusing. Yeah, they have Goron. They have Kendrick Nunn. They have Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Now Avery Bradley too. That's five guards. So that's confusing. Who's going to play, who's not going to play. Then you lose Jay Crowder, who was starting at power forward for you. And you lose Derek Jones Jr., who was a fantastic athletic piece off the bench. Yeah. 
I think they lost a lot in the offseason, and I don't think they necessarily replaced as not, well. And not right away. Like, Petrus yeah. will need a few years to develop. I think they'll still be... They'll be good. They'll be a definitely a top team in the East, but I don't think they'll be top four team in the East. Well, yeah. I mean, we have to look at what they did this season. They made the NBA Finals out of the East, and they're probably going to be worse off this, this upcoming season than they were last season. Mm-hmm. So, to see. Yep. Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, this one was a bit confusing. Um, I give them a B. I also give them a B. Um, I think so. Drafted Jordan Noir, Sam Merrill, Ray John Tucker undrafted. Uh, the big the big move they made was they traded for Drew Holiday. Uh, they signed DJ Augustine, a bit confusing. Nick Stauskas, also a bit confusing. Uh, Bobby Portis, okay. Uh, they lost. They're gonna say also a bit confusing again. <laughs> I mean, a little bit, but Eric Bledsoe they lost. Uh, George Hill they lost. Lost Wesley Matthews, Sterling Brown, Robin Lopez, Kyle Korver, uh, Ersan Ilyasova, Frank Mason, Marvin Williams. Uh, they lost a lot of pieces. Um, Drew Hardy is going to be great for them. Him, Chris Middleton, Giannis, they'll do well together. But I think he's a, he's a bit of a gamble uh, just to see how he's going to work with them. Uh, and I think it will take some time for them to develop. And I think they lost a lot of their depth. With that, I think Bledsoe and George Hill losing both of them was was not great. Um, I'm glad they didn't get the, go through with the McDonough's trade, to be honest, because I think they would have lost a lot more depth. And I know Giannis wanted to play with him, but to lose all those guys would have been, would have been devastating. Um, I think they're just as good as they were last year, to be honest. Um, I don't think Drew Holiday makes them an obvious pick to win the East. But I think he does show them up defensively. Um, so I'd say the Drew Holiday trade, like getting Drew Holiday is fantastic. I think you know exactly what you got out of him. You get a guy who can score you some buckets, will also dish the ball, but is the best perimeter defender as a guard probably in the game um, consistently. Um, I think he's very, very underrated. But I agree with you. They lost a lot in Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. They lost Wesley Matthews as well. Um, and the Bogdanovich trade was just a weird one for me. Your franchise player wanted to play with Bogdanovich. You didn't pull off the deal. It's strange, but I'm happy they didn't because Dante DiVincenzo is probably one of their best pieces off the bench, and I'm really glad he didn't get traded. I think... He is gonna have to play a massive role now that Eric Bledsoe and George Hill are gone. I think start, and I think he'll um, play that role really well. I don't necessarily think he'll start. Who, who else? Will they might start? just start. They might start Chris Middleton at the two and start another small forward. So, um, yeah, I agree. I think they might be better off, um, but not a whole lot better. So I gave him a B. Yep. Now I move on to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, they made the move. They drafted Anthony Edwards with the number one overall pick. Uh, they drafted Leandro Bolmaro and Jaden McDaniels. Uh, they brought back Ricky Rubio by, via trade. Uh, they signed Juancho, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Oh, brother of Willie. That's what I was about to say Willie Hernan Gomez. I was like, That's <laughs> you butchered that. <laughs> forgot how to say his name. Uh, they lost James Johnson uh, and basically Alan Crabbe and Evan Turner. Um, I gave them a... B, yes I did, because I think that Anthony Edwards is a great is going to be a great piece, he's going to fit well with 
Uh, D'Angelo Russell and Cody Towns is going to bring them a lot of scoring. Um, I think they're, but I don't think they're. He's going to make an impact right now. I think they're just as good as they were last year. Um, D'Angelo Russell and Cody Towns will get to play a full season together. Um, but yeah, I don't think they gained too many big pieces right now, and I, but I don't think they lost too many. Anthony Edwards will be great for the future, but I think right now they're just as good as they were last year. I think they're slightly better than they were last year, not necessarily amazingly better, so I also gave them a B. Um, I don't think they're much better to the point where I wanted to give them an A, but I think they are slightly better. Rico Rubio's a nice Yeah, I don't, I don't mean they're just as good. I mean, they're relatively close to what they were last yes. year, so they're not going to put them in Yeah, there. so I don't think... I mean, they were, they were really bad last season, so I don't think they're going to be that bad. I think Anthony Edwards is really, really going to be really, really nice. I think he'll kind of... Um, I think he'll work a little bit harder on defense than people are expecting him to. Um, and, he, and he's a certified bucket, so they'll, <laughs> they'll get some scoring there. And Ricky Rubio, great backup point guard. Um, and they didn't lose too much, so are they going to make the playoffs? Absolutely not. Are they going to be okay and pull off some big wins? Probably. So I gave him a B, um, but definitely not an A, and definitely not a C. Yeah. Um, then the Pelicans, they drafted Kira Lewis Jr., 13th overall. They traded for Eric Bledsoe and it's Steven Adams. Uh, they signed Willie Hernan Gomez. Uh, winning Gabriel, Cinderius Thornwell, we signed Brandon Ingram. Uh, they obviously lost Drew Holiday and Darius Miller. Uh, lost Jalil Okafor, which is a big dub. Uh, lost Derek Favors, Etwan Moore. Um, and basically that's it. Um, I gave the New Orleans Pelicans a B. Um, I think Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams are big pieces that will come and impact the team right now. Um, but I think Drew Holiday and Eric Bledsoe, you can almost trade off in a way. Um, probably Drew Holiday being a little bit better than Eric Bledsoe. But I think you get rid of a, a guard who was probably taking away time from the younger guys that they have with the Pelicans. Um, and Bledsoe will probably come off the bench. I don't know if he will. No, I don't I'm know just saying that, will. hoping you had a reaction or not. Um, I think Steven Adams will be a great at center. And I think re-signing Brandon Ingram to a five-year deal is very important for them. So overall, I think they're a B. Uh, I don't think they'll make the playoffs, though, to be honest. I disagreed with you. I give them an A. And I'll tell you why. Steven Adams, fantastic. Makes their team so much better. Yes. A replacement for Jaleel Okafor and Derek Favors. And a... Huge upgrade. I agree. Eric Bledsoe, good point guard, probably kind of come off the bench, and does what you need to do because you didn't necessarily want Drew Holiday as your future point guard. You wanted Lonzo Ball. Yes. They also acquired a lot of draft picks. Yes. And for a team that is also still very young, that is going to help massively. So that's something that doesn't show up on what we're looking at, but is definitely something that I put into the back of my head. And so that's what moved them from a B to an A for me. Not necessarily the players they acquired, but the draft picks they acquired. Yeah. That's why they're an A for me. No, I agree with you. I think, yeah, I, I mean, they definitely they definitely got a lot of uh, draft picks. Uh, for me, I think that just balanced out with the fact that uh, the moves they made won't make them a playoff contender. Okay. Won't make them make the playoffs. I think for me, even out, but I think definitely if it was future assets off season, they'd be they'd be one of the best. Okay. Um, um yeah. 
move on to yeah, the next? Yeah, let's, let's move on to the next team. Uh, the New York Knicks. Uh, they drafted Obi Toppin. They drafted Emmanuel quickly. Traded for Omar Spellman and Jacob Evans. Signed Alec Burks, Nolan's Noel, Austin Rivers, Michael K. Giltrist. Lost Bobby Porters. I know I messed it up a little. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> uh, lost Maurice Harkless. Uh, lost Damian Dodson. Basically, those are the big ones. They also lost Tom Gibson. Um, I think Obi Toppin's big for them. Um, the fact that he dropped that low, they definitely were happy about that. Alec Burks is a great spot-up shooter. Um, Austin Rivers will be a great backup guard. Maybe start, but probably won't. I gave them a C overall, though. Um, they made some moves. I- I'm a little confused as to where they're going still, to be honest, because they have a lot of young guards, it looks like. They haven't really figured out their forward spots. Yeah, I think Obi Toppin is... They finally drafted well. Um, and he is a future star for that team. Yep. I th- think, though I agree with you, I don't necessarily think they're much worse than they were last season because they were pretty bad. But they just didn't tr- put in any effort. It, it's another Knicks offseason where there are some people that they could have gone after, Russell Westbrook, Fred Van Vliet being two of them, um, and they just didn't do it. So yeah. it's a C for me. Um, just wishing they had done more. Yeah. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay, next up we have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, this is an interesting one because um, they lost a lot and they didn't gain a lot players-wise. They added Alexei Pokusevsky in the draft. In the yeah. draft. They drafted Theo Maladon uh, and they drafted Vit Kretschke. They acquired Al Horford in a trade, Ty Jerome, Jalen Leck, Jalen LeCue, sorry, Vincent Poirier, Trevor Ariza. Justin Jackson, George Hill, Darius Miller, and TJ Leaf. Um, they lost Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, Terrence Ferguson, Abdel Nader, Stephen Adams, Danilo Gallinari, Nerlens Noel, Deontay, Bur- Deontay Burton, Devin Hall, Kevin Hardy, Car- Harvey, Andre Robertson. Firstly, it's Vic Crenchy, who they drafted, not Crenchy. I said Crenchy. No, you said Crenchy. I said Crenchy. It's Crenchy. It's yeah, but you said Michael Kidd-Gwilkquist, yeah. so let's relax. I you know mis- who Michael Kidd-Gwilkquist is. I Kidd-Gwilkquist. made a mistake. You just pronounced it wrong. Is what I'm just. Do we need it. to go back and see how many names you have pronounced wrong? No, but that's me making a mistake. You just didn't no, no, know no. how to say his name. Some so of the guys they drafted, you completely butchered their names. Not at all. You talk about the Thunder, and I'm gonna find who who they were. Um, so obviously the Thunder are definitely going through a bit of a rebuild. They got rid of their older players. Uh, they run now Horford the contract just because they wanted to get rid of some pieces. But, um, I guess it would be, uh, because they got future assets, which is what they were going for. Uh, I think this will give uh, Shea a chance to be the star. I think that's what he needs to develop. I think it'll give a chance to, for Lou Dort to develop. But I also think that the team is definitely a lot worse than it was last year. So I think it evens out for me. Their future assets were an A. Their players were to C. So it evens out to a B for me. Yeah. Um, the guy you messed up was Justinian Jessup. I said Justinian Jessup. No, you were like Justinian Jessup. But it's okay. I'll allow it. You, Just- also, you also messed up. Um, where is the guy? Let me find him quickly because I'm not taking this. You messed up. Vincent Poirier? Vincent Poirier? It's Poirier. It's not. I'm a, it, he's on my team. Fan. It's Vincent Poirier. Okay. But Oklahoma City Thunder, I gave him a B. I think 
they know what direction they wanted to go in as a franchise, and they executed it perfectly. They stacked themselves with draft picks. Their team this year sucks. They will be very bad. They took on Al Horford's big contract to get draft picks. I still think they could be decent, but I don't think they're better than last year. They're significantly worse than last year. But in the future, they have the most assets ever by any team in sports. Yeah. So, I give them a B because their team is terrible. But in the 2023 draft, they will probably get the top five picks and just be stacked. <laughs> Bronny James confirmed to the Thunder and then LeBron. Yeah, so, this is an example of a franchise that knows where they want to go and executed it perfectly. Detroit Pistons, take a note and do this. Yeah, the, the next franchise we move on to should also take note, which is the Orlando Magic. Oh, they're so, so bad. I, this is the most boring franchise. I'm going to spend 15 to 20 seconds max. Uh, they drafted Cole Anthony, signed Dwayne Bacon, lost DJ Augustine, lost Wesley Windu, lost Melvin Frazier, lost BJ Johnson, lost Vic Law. Um, this team is the kings of being mediocre. Um, it's time they blow it up um, and trade a few pieces. Um, apparently, Markel's going to be good this year, so hopefully he returns because I really do like him. Uh, Cole Anthony's great. Dwayne Bacon is confusing. Um, and this team needs to blow it up now. Yeah. I think Cole Anthony needs to be their future point guard, and then you just need to figure out what to do with Aaron Gordon and Nikola Vucevic because it just makes no sense that those guys are still there when you're just the eighth seed every year. They won't be this year. So, this... I thought the Pacers were the most boring franchise. This is the most boring franchise in all of basketball. Orlando Magic, fix your team. Yeah. Um, I, it's harsh, but I'm sorry. Yeah, they were they were an F for me, too. Yeah. I don't think I've been giving my grades for the last couple of teams. Orlando Magic were an F. Oklahoma City Thunder were B. Knicks were C. We have been doing it. Uh, 76 is drafted Tyrese Maxey. Great, great traffic. Isaiah Joe, Paul Reed. Traded for Danny Green, Terrence Ferguson, Seth Curry, Tony Bradley, signed Dwight Howard, and Ryan Brokoff. Uh, they lost Al Horford. Thank the heavens for them. Uh, they lost Josh Richardson, lost Isaiah Smith, uh, lost Alec Burks, Ryan Nato, Ryan... Oh, they brought, ra- brought back Ryan Brokoff. Lost Kyle Quinn and Glenn Rollins in the third. 76ers, I gave them an A+. Now, for me, the players and the draft picks they saw and, and the draft picks they had were an A. And I'll explain how they got to the A class, but Tyrese Maxey, I think, is great. I think he's similar to Matisse Thibault in a way, um, but probably better offensively. Um, long guard who's athletic and can defend. But, and shoot. Yeah, and shoot, and Tyrese Maxey is that. Uh, Danny Green, I think, is a shooter off the bench, which fairly need. They need shooting. Uh, Seth Curry, fantastic. Um, whether he starts or not, it'll be interesting. But you want Danny Green more. Yeah, probably, but you never know. Uh, so, Seth Curry's great. I think he's better than Josh Richardson. Offensively, loses some defensively, but I think that's what Danny Green does. Sorry, no, he might. They might line up Simmons, Curry, Green, Harris, Embiid. Yeah, yeah. I think they definitely could do that. I think they definitely should do that, to be honest. Um, Dwight Howard's a great backup center. Um, getting rid of Al Horford's contract big. Josh Richardson's a bit of a loss, but Danny Green and Seth Curry kind of even it out. Uh, but I think the reason they go from an A plus, I mean an A to an A plus, is because they brought in Doc Rivers to be their coach. And Daryl Moore is their GM. And Daryl Moore is their GM. Um, I think Doc, Doc Rivers, 
great coach. Uh, he's going to do good things for the 76ers. And he brought in his, uh, what is it, his son. Seth Curry, isn't Seth Curry his, like, son-in-law? Son yeah, not son. Yeah, he might be his son-in-law. Son-in-law. Um, but, yeah, I think, overall, the Sixers is an A-plus for me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the reason I was waving my hand, um, I think I'll start Matisse Thibel over Seth Curry. Um, and then you have Matisse Thibel and Danny Green, who are shooters and great perimeter defenders. And you have Ben Simmons, who's a great perimeter defender. Then you have Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid. I think that's a really good starting lineup. Um, but I agree. I put them in A+. Plus, brought in shooters, which they needed. Um, and now they're a legitimate threat from beyond the arc. Um, Dwight Howard's a really nice backup center. We saw him have a really, really good season with the Lakers. So I think they definitely improved, and they did what they needed to do. They realized we need more shooting. We need to improve our three-point shooting. And they went out, and they did it, and they excelled at it. So I, I give them an A+. Plus. I think they're much better than they were last season. Sweet. Should we move on? Yes. To the Phoenix Suns. Do you want to talk first? Yeah. I give them an A+. Plus. I think they looked at where they were in the bubble, and they said, hey, we got a, we got a good roster here. Let's improve on it. Let's not. There were rumors that Devin Burke was going to get traded. They were like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to actually build around him and build a team that can compete this year. So what did they do? They draft Jalen Smith. Great. They acquire Chris Paul in a trade. Abdel Nader doesn't really do much. They signed Jerry Crowder. They signed Tuan Moore. And they signed Dario Sarge. What do they lose? They lose Ricky Rubio. They lose Ty Jerome. They lose Kelly Oubre. And they lose Jalen LeCue. They lose Aaron Baines. Frank Kaminsky. Check Diallo, and some others. Chris Paul is fantastic. Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the backcourt might be the second best backcourt in the West. Might be the best backcourt in the West now um, because of Clay going down. Oh, yeah, let me think while you speak. John Wall and James Harden might be up there, but um, yeah, I think that's a really, really nice backcourt. I think Jay Crowder is a fantastic signing for them. I think he will go right into their starting lineup and do really, really good things for them. Dario Sarge, also a nice um, re-sign because um, he's a great 3-4 guy um, that can get you some buckets and get you some minutes their losses Aaron Baines is a backup center that's a decent loss but I don't think um, it hurts them too much I think this is a team that had a really really good offseason because they now are in a place where they can finally compete and they have a team that could do some damage come playoff time if they're there yeah. so A plus for me um, I think the Phoenix Suns finally made a move that shows they had some intent. Um, Chris Paul, great decision to go after. Um, Jay Crowder's a good signing. Um, Doris Arch is an okay signing. I think he's a little bit out of his prime. Um, I don't think he'll play too many minutes for them, but he's definitely a good player. Um, I think losing Ricky Rubio um, and Kelly Uber hurts a little bit. I think they lose a bit of their depth, to be honest. Um, but overall, I give them an A. Um, I I would have given them an A plus if I thought the moves they made guaranteed them in the playoffs, but I don't think it does, and I think it's just because of the West. But still, all in all, I can't put them at an A plus knowing that there's a chance they don't make the playoffs. There's a chance any team doesn't make the playoffs. No, the three teams that put it at A plus will make the playoffs. Who do you put it? The Hawks, the Lakers, and the Sixers. Okay, well, the Hawks and Sixers don't really count. Well, none of those count. But then, 
That's why I put them there. The Sixers and Lakers are obviously going to make the playoffs regardless of what they did this offseason. The Hawks, are yes, are going to make the playoffs, but they still could make the play- miss the playoffs. 100% they could. They still could, but I think they won't, which is why I have them at an A+. Plus. Okay, I well, think- I, I think the Phoenix Suns are going to make the playoffs. And that's fair. That's fair. Wait, so you don't think they're making the playoffs? No, I don't think they're making the playoffs. Wow, that's harsh. Okay, but uh, yeah, I have an A+. Plus. Everyone has them at an A. Uh, Portland. Um, I give Portland an A. I also give them an A. Interesting. Um, I think trading for Robert Covington and Enos Cantor, I think those are two great uh, players to trade for. I think they'll be great role players for them. Um, nothing more than that. Uh, they drafted CJ Elby. I don't know. Uh, they signed Derek Jones Jr. Elby. Elby. That's what I said. Uh, Derek Jones Jr., <laughs> I think he's, he's a great defensive piece for them off the bench. His athleticism and his length. Uh, we'll, we'll bring them a lot. Trevor Ariza, lo- losing Trevor Ariza, it's probably better. Uh, Mario Hazonia, you know what? He wasn't doing much. Losing Hassan Whiteside is probably their one big loss. But you brought in uh, Enos Kanter to be a backup center. Uh, him and Whiteside, they argue they're debatable, that they're, they're the same. So I think that they're very similar. I, they also re-signed Carmelo Anthony. Um, I think they're better than they were. Just because of Robert Covington and Derek Jones Jr., I think they added a lot defensively, um, and I think that's what they struggled with last year. Yeah, I agree. I think trading Trevor Ariza for Robert Covington, it's an upgrade already, so you're yeah. in the A there. Then Ennis Cantor replacing Hassan Whiteside, I think those are pretty much like for like. Hassan Whiteside probably gives you more interior presence, but Ennis Cantor probably gives you a little bit better finishing down low. Um and he was just playing for a contender in the Celtics. Mm-hmm. So he knows how to win. He knows how to lead. Then you get Derek Jones Jr. Fantastic. That upgrades your bench even more. So I don't think it's an A+, because their team's not perfect, and they didn't have the perfect offseason. Thank you for showing the podcast that you're distracted. But, um, yeah, I think Derek Jones Jr. is uh, a really good signing, and they're a better team than they were last season. Um but in the West, though, you never know. Uh, and Portland always starts off slow. So um, I gave them an A, not an A+. Plus. Uh, I, th- I think they'll make the playoffs, to be honest. I agree. Um, but we'll see what happens. Sacramento Kings. Uh, this is one we're definitely going to debate heavily. Uh, I questionably have put them at a C. F. Um, uh, they drafted well in Tyrese Halliburton. I think they're lucky he dropped to 12, but when they had the chance, they picked him up. Um, they signed Hassan Whiteside. That's a good signing. A bit confusing, but it's a good signing nonetheless. He's a great player. I think they're C because they're still so young. They just need time. And I think that as long as they kept their pieces, they kept Buddy Heald, kept De'Aaron Fox, they resigned De'Aaron Fox to a long contract, Kept Marvin Bagley. Didn't do anything with him. Yes, they lost Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yes, they lost Harry Giles. But I think the core of their team, which is the core they want to build around, is still there. Um, and they tried to make a few moves. They tried to make a move with Sun Whiteside. They tried to make one move. Um, and they drafted well in Tyrese Halliburton. So I have them in C just because I don't think it was a failure. Okay. I think even you were slightly questioning your decision to put them in a seat. But I, yeah, <laughs> but I don't. Th- I think what they gained and the moves they make and what they and what they lost evened out. I don't think they lost more. So than I they gave gained. them an F for sure. They drafted all right in Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. I think that's good. Great backup point guard. 
this team is a shambles. Hassan Whiteside, sure, this is a great signing, but for what? Um, like, I don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to come off the bench? Paul or is he going to start with Marvin Bagley? Okay, but Marvin Bagley's still... Marvin Bagley's useless. He's no, not going to be... He's starting with the four. He's, he'll be good. He's, he's just injured prone. He's never going to be what they expected him to be when they drafted him. And that's a fact. And it's disappointing, but it's a fact. This team is bad. Bogdan Bogdanovich is your starting shooting guard. You lost him. And now you're going to have to replace him with Buddy Heald, who won't even field calls from their head coach. This team is in a state that is awful. Their only reason they are somewhat good is because De'Aaron Fox can put them on their back and score them buckets and win them games. This team needs to... I, I can't even say rebuild because they're so young. They need to do something because they're very bad. They're very, very bad. They're at a seat. They're if they don't make this one change before the season starts... Oh my God, Luke Walton at some needs point to in go. The season, but he's, their team is already in F. Luke Walton is the worst coach in the NBA. He does not know what he's doing. The only reason he did well with the Warriors because their team was 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 ridiculous. He is not a good coach. He has no IQ. He has no system. He doesn't know what his players do. He doesn't know what his players want to do. He doesn't know what the franchise wants to do. He is a moron, and he needs to get out of that. He needs to get out of that franchise. Otherwise, they're on a sinking ship, and it will go down with him on it. And once he gets off, it will still be underwater. Okay. I- I think it was a little bit harsh. No, he's so bad. Oh, okay. Well, he, he played their team's like a, also terrible. Their no, team is their, terrible. Their team is fine. No, it's not. It's not. Their it's team really is not. Fine. It's young. It will be fine. But he doesn't let their guys play. He plays five guys. Five minutes later, he takes off five and brings on new five. That's not how you play in the NBA. Okay, their team is still. Their team is young, but they are not good enough. But Buddy Heald has an attitude problem because of Luke Walton no. not playing him. Yeah, that's. Kyrie Irving is an attitude problem. That's I I agree, but this is. Buddy Heald was the best player when he was in college. The best scorer. You get to the NBA, you are not the best player in the NBA. You are a good shooter, and you are not good defensively. You probably don't deserve to start over Bogdan Bogdanovich. I agree. So you being on the bench does not mean you can just not answer calls from your head coach. That's not how it works. Yes, Luke Walton is bad, but this team is bad with or without him. They, If they bring in, they could bring in Greg Popovich, and this team is still trash. Yes, so yes, they, they are, are an F. They are bad, but they have promise in their future. And Luke Walton is not Only the coach... To guide them to that. Only with De'Aaron Fox, though. Marvin no, Bagley... Marvin good. Marvin Bagley's good. No, he's flattening. His, he's he has injury-prone. So, yes. So he's... We've seen so many young guys who are injury-prone that just don't get to where people expected them to be. But he doesn't need to get to where they need, need him to be, but he's still going to get better. And he's not... He's not good, good at the coach. Yes, but he's not going to be good enough. He cannot be a starting... Power forward yes, or center can. in the NBA. Yes, he, he can. can't. Yes, he's he can. not good enough. He will His be numbers are terrible. There are so many teams who have worse power forwards than Marvin Bagley right now. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. There are not a lot. He is in the bottom five. Incorrect. No. Yes, incorrect. It's not true. It is. No, it's not. Yeah. It's... it's um, I, Marvin Bagley is really not good anymore. He, he's not great. 
he has still has time to grow and he will grow. I'm not saying he'll grow into the player they thought he would be, but even right now he's he's still a he's a he's a decent starting power forward. We'll f- we'll figure this out after the podcast. I'm going through every team's projected lineup. And I will name you every single power forward that is better than him, and he will be in the bottom And five. I'll name you every single power forward that's worse than him. Okay. Um, moving on. San Antonio Spurs. Uh, here's them an F. Okay. Uh, they drafted Devin Vassell and Trey Jones. Trey Jones is a steal of the draft. Uh, they lost Bryn Forbes and Michael Bellinelli. They didn't do much. Uh, the team's probably not going to make the playoffs again. Um, they'll probably end up trading DeMar DeRozan or Lamarcus Aldridge, one of the two of them, at the, at the deadline. Um, I think DeJounte Murray and uh, Derek White are two young pieces that they're going to keep for, for a little while. But they don't seem like... Uh, they seem like they're still just keeping their veterans al- around as long as they can to see if Popovich can use his magic to get them to the playoffs one more time. Um, but I think at some point, regardless, they can't wait till Pop leaves to rebuild. They're going to have to start a rebuild at some point. See, so this is a team that is definitely better off than the Kings. This team is a C. Um, and I'll tell you why. This team realizes that they don't have a lot of time left in Greg Popovich. And they are saying, let's see how the start of the season goes. If we are doing okay, let's push for the playoffs one more time and let's see what we can do. If we are doing badly, we will get more for DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge at the trade deadline than we would have during the offseason. That is a fair, fair point. Teams that are contenders that will need an extra boost will will trade more for these guys than they would have during the offseason. So, what? Why are you banging your head? I think that the Sacramento Kings are better off because A, their roster's better. No. B, they have more future. They have a better future. And C, they, the Kings didn't need to do much because they still have young talent. The Spurs needed to do something. But the Spurs didn't the Spurs didn't necessarily need to do something. This is the first time they missed the playoffs in twenty years. You don't necessarily need to just call it a like call it a rebuild after you miss the playoffs. Once I, I say, one year. I didn't say call it a rebuild. That's what you just you, I'm saying they are in a spot where they need to try and go for it. And if they're not at that point where they're gonna make the playoffs mid season, then they trade their guys and they rebuild. I think this is a team that could st- is still better than the Kings. This team right now, the Spurs, are better than the Kings right now. 100%. It, it is without a shadow of a doubt. But they are old. DeMar Rosen and the Marcus Aldridge are old. And the Kings are young. And that's the difference. I think the Spurs didn't necessarily need to trade all their guys right now. I think they will in the future. But I think they needed to go for it one more time. And I'm happy they're going for it one more time. Before they start rebuilding. But so they're a seat. Here's my thing. is, I like that they're going for it one more time. I do. I really do. But then they should have done something. They should have brought in a few more role players to like no. show that. Because because here's the thing. If you, if, if you do make the playoffs as an 8 seed, what then? Great. You made it as an 8 seed. Fantastic. So what? You either I say you go all in one last time. And if it doesn't happen. If you're playing crappy at the trade deadline. Then blow it up and trade but as many as you want. But then you can't trade that many guys. You can trade the, a few, yeah, but you can trade a few guys. Sign young role players. But who the, can, who, what young role players are out there right now? None. I don't know. Not even young. Just sign role players. But Fine. that's the thing. Role pl- if they brought in role players, those are guys that if they they couldn't, they wouldn't be able to trade at the deadline and would just 
be kind of wastes when they start to rebuild. I think the team they have now is probably not good enough to make the playoffs. I agree. So I think they will trade their guys at the trade deadline. I think they did a good job of not trading them during the offseason because they wouldn't have got as much as they would at the trade deadline. That's what I, I think. I agree with you on that point, but I think then there are a few there are a few players that maybe you can you can bring on on a who? on a one two year deal. Who though? There are so many players that but other who? people stole. Name me them. What? You could have brought in a Brad Wanamaker, a Jay Crowder to come off the bench. They have guards. They have guards. Okay, then you could have brought in a Jay Crowder. You could have brought in a uh, Jerry Grant on a two year deal. You could those, have brought in a. But those are guys that, if they go to rebuild are not going to be in the future of the Spurs. You don't want Jeremy Grant in the future? On a two-year deal? No. Because by no, the time they... extend him. Because by the time they rebuild, I don't think Jeremy Grant is... I think Jeremy Grant's good. I don't think he necessarily needs to be a core signing. But they're not doing core signings. That's what you just said. I said they need a role player. But he would have been a core signing for the future if they rebuild. No, because you can choose whether you want him to be a core signing after two years. If you want him, you can extend him. If you don't, he goes, and you can use the money on something else. But I don't think they necess- like I don't think they needed to go and sign people. That's what I'm saying. I think them not signing people is what they needed to do. I I don't agree with that. Okay. Well, I don't think the I think the Kings are way worse off than the Spurs are. Right now, they're both not gonna. They both aren't gonna make the playoffs. Agreed. And but I think the Spurs have a better roster than the Kings do. I don't agree with that. How? What? The only good player on the Kings is De'Aaron Fox. No, they got Marvin Bagley. They got Buddy Hill. And they got Hassan Whiteside. Okay, the Spurs have Dejounte Murray, Derek White, Patty Mills, Bryn Forbes, Demar Derozan, Lamarcus Aldridge. Bryn Forbes law is gone. Okay, so Patty Mills is old and not that great anymore. He's still better than... He's still useful. He's... I, I agree. I'm so not saying that he's... DeJounte Murray, Derek White, Patty Mills, DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge are better than... The only player that is better than all five of those is De'Aaron Fox. The All five of those other guys are better than Buddy Heald, better than Marvin Bagley, and better than Hassan Whiteside. Uh, that's... I don't, I, I don't agree. Well, who's not better than those guys? DeJounte Murray's better. Patty than, Mills isn't better. Okay, Patty Derek Mills... White isn't better. Derek White is probably better than... Marvin Bagley, and I'd say he's better. He's on par with Buddy Hield. I can agree with that. It's close. It's close. They're both in a similar situation, but not. This they're both close. The Kings want to wait a few years. The Spurs are trying at the end of their way. Yes, and I they're think close. and I and I prefer to be in the Kings situation than the Spurs situation. Oh, I think the Kings suck, and you also hate their head coach. So I don't I understand that. Well, yeah, but I'm saying... Are you not about to put the Kings in the, in the F because they're not firing Luke Walton? Well, if they don't fire him... Well, the season starts... I mean, if they don't fire him by halfway through the season, then yeah. Oh. Well, they're not going to fire him halfway through the season. Why not? Because so, they probably won't. Lots of teams do it, though. Because they're going to be that bad. But sometimes you fire Yeah, so they're that bad that yeah. they're going to fire their head coach. So that's why they're an F. No, because they're that bad this but, season but, but, that they will fire but, their head but coach. But I'm not looking at the... But I'm look, if they didn't have that, if they didn't have Luke Walton, they'd be decent. No, they wouldn't. But it's because they're, they're crap. Imre, come on. Walton. You cannot tell me if they had a good head coach that they would make you, the playoffs. If you gave the, I'm not what I'm saying. Okay, but... If uh, you give the Kings Brad Stevens or Doc Rivers or Steve Kerr... They they're be, the 13th seed in the West. They would be... They would get 10 more wins this year than they would with Luke Walton. Okay, but they they still suck. They're still going to be... They're, they're going to be the Spurs. No. 
No. Yeah, yeah, they'll be better. No, than no, 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 no. Season yeah. series, Spurs take the dub over the Kings for sure. Nah. For sure. Nah. For sure. All right, let's come back to this episode when the Spurs have beaten the Kings. Okay. But we got to move on because this is a really long episode where we've got a couple teams left. The Raptors. This is the team I said had a worse offseason than the, who is it? The Nuggets. The Nuggets? Yeah, I can agree with that because um, they, they, didn't, they didn't keep as many pieces. Yeah, so they drafted Malachi Flynn, Jalen Harris. They signed Aaron Baines, re-signed Chris Boucher, signed DeAndre Bembry, and signed Alex Len. But they lost big. They lost Marcus Sol and Serge Ibaka. Um, and this team is much worse off than they were last season. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Baines is a decent signing. Yeah. Um, he doesn't replace Ibaka or Marcus Sol in the slightest, but he's a decent signing. He's probably closer to replacing Marcus Sol than Ibaka, though. Yeah, but no, not still not, not the same. And they just now, bless you, they just don't have that kind of power off the bench I don't think anymore the big thing that's not listed for some reason is they re-signed Fred VanVleet which is for sure. which is the one thing they most definitely needed to do um, but I think re-signing Chris Boucher is good he'll be he'll be a great backup to Siakam but he's nothing that will improve their starting lineup and they lost a starter and probably their sixth man and yep. they're, they're not a top four team in the East anymore um, they're not yeah, who is it? The, uh, I think the Bucks, the Nets, the Celtics, and the Sixers will probably end up being it. Yeah, Miami the maybe. Five, and the Raptors maybe the six. Or the Hawks, man. I'm yeah, I know. I saw it. It's going to be a struggle for the Raptors. They don't They don't have as much depth. They're going to really have to rely on Boucher off the bench, Baines off the bench, Powell off the bench. Well, Baines will start. Baines will start. That's just how rely on Boucher off the bench, uh, Matt Thomas off the bench, and Norman Powell, and... Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna I be... think this team's way worse off than they were last season. So yeah, it's something for me. to see. Uh, good luck, Raptors fans this year. I, I'm really hoping they do well because I know you guys are a really loyal fan base, and a lot of our friends are Raptors fans. But yeah, it may be a tough one for you guys this year. Uh, the Utah Jazz. See. Uh, they drafted yeah, obviously as well. They drafted Udoka Azubuike. <laughs> What's wrong with that? How would you pronounce it? It's Azubike, but. Udoka Azubike, nah, Azubike, Elijah <laughs> Hughes, uh, they signed Derek Favors, uh, they lost Ed Davis, Tony Bradley, and a bunch of other scrubs, um, and I gave them C because I don't think they made too many moves, uh, Derek Favors is a good signing, but like why? Um, I think they have a lot of big contracts that probably need to start going a little bit, I would like to see them maybe... F- find a better starting power forward than whoever it is they're going to start, whether that be Joe Ingles or whoever else they're going to start I'll power forward. For you. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're still at that point where they're six or seven seed in the West. Yeah, um, I agree. I gave them a C. I think this team had potential two years ago to make some moves and put them up there as one of the best in the West. Bars. Um, and now they're just, now they're just kind of mediocre. Um, Donovan Mitchell, obviously, Mike Conley, it's a good backcourt. Um, um, Mike Conley's I, old. I, yeah, I think it's it's going to be time to move on from Mike Conley. Well, obviously, this is his last yeah, year of his so contract. I think at the deadline... They won't trade him. It would make no sense, because they're going to make they the playoffs. They should have gone in on Russell Westbrook. No. 
Yeah, I think getting rid of Mike Conley, having Westbrook's not bad at all. Yeah, but that doesn't it doesn't make sense. Russell Westbrook's a guy who wants the ball the ball in his hand and is taking away time that the ball is gonna be in Donovan Mitchell's hand. And they should have gone after John Wall. That I could have agreed with. Um and Mike Connolly and him will have similar contracts. But um I think the Jazz um after this season will probably try and rebuild around Donovan Mitchell a little bit better. Um and I think they're just at a standstill as a franchise from what they could have done two years ago to now um not being not really sure of what they want to do and what the future um endeavors are and goals are for that team. So C for me didn't do a whole lot. Um and I'm wishing that they make some changes to kind of boost them back up in the in the West Power rankings. Yeah. And then the last team, the worst franchise in all of the NBA. Hey uh, the Washington Wizards. Um big move traded for us Westbrook. I like it. I know you don't I don't know. You, I know you didn't want to see it happen um, as a John Wall fan, but it's probably not the worst for the Wizards. Um, Daniel Vizija, fantastic draft drafting. Um, lucky he got there, and I think that was a great pick. Cassius Winston, also a great pick. Um, I think he's very underrated. Um, he plays with a lot of heart. Uh, they signed Anthony Gill, Robin Lopez, and Raul Nato. I think Raul Nato will be a decent, a decent bench piece. Uh, they lost Admiral Schofield, who I really like coming out of college, but he didn't do much. Uh, John Wall, obviously got traded. Uh, and then there's also a few other a few other pieces, but nothing too big. Shabazz Napier and Jan Mihimi probably the biggest. Um, but I gave them a C. That's harsh. No, because we are better than we were last season by far. Mm-mm. Yes. Mm-mm. How? Tell me how. Tell me how we're not better. Uh, I I don't think you'll win the playoffs. What? Um, are you joking? No. I don't think he'll make the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. I don't think he'll make the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. I don't think he'll make the playoffs. Uh, I think Russell Westbrook's uh, and Bradley Beal working together is a bit of... You don't know how they're going to work together. Um, I think that Bradley Beal loves to have the ball as well as Russell Westbrook, so it'll be interesting to see how the dynamic is. Uh, I think Danny FD has perfect. Um, I think Robin Lopez was a waste of money. Um, and I would have liked to see you maybe go after a different center because Thomas Bryant, who's your starting center, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's good, but I think there's definitely better out there. But I get with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bell on the books, you probably don't have too much money. Um, but I think we're going to see because I don't think you did enough to make the playoffs right now. I think when Denny gets a bit better, you guys will. So I think in the next two or three years, you guys will definitely be in the playoff. But I do not think you make it this year. Okay. Unfortunately. Sorry, I'm going to tell you why we're B. Okay. Because we are... I shouldn't give us an A. We are significantly better than we were last season. Because if you look at us on paper, especially what we went showed up to the bubble with, that was by far the worst roster in the NBA. Yeah, but I mean, the, you can't count that as your roster. Okay, but then you go back to last season. You now have Russell Westbrook on the team, who I did not want John Wall to go. Because I've, I... John Wall is my second favorite player in the NBA. He has been behind. for a very, very long time. Behind LeBron, obviously. Um, but I think he's, about, he's bound for a comeback season, like I said earlier. But Russell Westbrook, I love his energy. I think he is ready to prove people wrong. And I think him and Bradley Beal already have a good relationship. I think, that, I think our backcourt is one of the best in the East. Potentially one of the best in the NBA. I, yeah. I also think signing... Resigning Dav- Davis Bertans 
oh, which yeah, didn't show big. up. Massive. One of the best shooting bigs there is. One of the best three-point shooting bigs there is. Resigned him. Then we saw, draft Denny Avdia. Perfect signing. like Or perfect uh, draft. Like you said, we got really lucky to get him at the nine. But we did. The king of Tel Aviv. Love him. I think he's going to be really, really good. You still have Rui Hachimura. And you have Thomas Bryant at the center. This is a starting lineup of Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, whether it's Rui or Denny, Davis Burtons, and Thomas Bryant that will compete in the East and probably make the playoffs. I think that starting lineup, compared to what we had last season, is significantly better to the point where we also went out and tried to make moves. I think it's a B. I think it's a, I think it's a B. No, I, I can understand that. I forgot about Davis Burtons, but I still think he's, he's a bit overpaid, but you definitely needed him back. So you guys needed to do what you needed to do to get shooters back. get paid now. Um, I just I, I I don't think you guys are better than the Pacers or the Hawks, who I think get the seven and eight. Season. We're better than the Pacers. No, I really don't think you are. As much as I hate How? the Pacers and they don't make moves, Bogdan so Depot, Bogdan Oladipo are worse backcourt for than, sure than Beal and Westbrook. But they're still they're still an they're still an average backcourt. TJ Warren can score the ball. And Sabonis and Miles Turner is a good is a good front court and it's better than yours. Dude, we're gonna have the only back court that are both all stars. Nah, Bradley Beal's not an all star. Yeah, yes he is, bro. Not that not again. Yes right? he is. He, he's, because, he's good enough to be, but he's gonna get snubbed again. So this I'm telling you, do not sleep on us. I know you like to hate on them because they're my team. I'm not sleeping, but do you really think you, you, you cannot in your own right mind think you could be anything higher than a seven seed? No. I don't think we will be anything higher than seven seed. Okay, and I agree with you. I think it's you guys are probably fighting with the Pacers and the Hawks to make the playoffs. And that, to be honest, I don't think you're better than those two teams. I think you could be better than the Pacers, but I think you guys may miss out. And you can you can think differently, and you probably do because they're your team. But I'm just saying from my perspective, and maybe I do hate on your team a little bit more because it's your team, I don't think you'll make the playoffs. Okay, but... You cannot say that we... Your B category is... They're about the same as they were last season. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me we are, in the C category, worse off than we were last season? Uh, Not even slightly. I think maybe. How? How are we worse off than we were last season? We just got a former MVP in his point guard to replace a guy who's coming off a huge injury hasn't played in about 18 months. We also... S- drafted one of the best draft the prospects in the class we re-signed our shooting power forward we are a better team than we were last season comfortably comfortably better i think you're basically around the same probably a little bit better i'm I'm not saying where we're gonna finish in this standings i'm saying on paper we are a better team than we were last season on paper, you're a better team than you were last season, barely. <sighs> Who's our starting point guard last season? Isaiah Thomas. No, but you, you count John Wall on paper. Okay, Russell Westbrook's an upgrade on John Wall. I agree. Um, but I don't think... I think you guys lost some depth. Who? And I, and I don't we didn't lose anyone. We have no one good. Yeah, Mahimi, Garrison Matthews, Shabazz Napier. Those guys don't play... Didn't play any important minutes. But I think the fact that... I don't like the signing of Robin Lopez. I don't either, but it's not like he's going to do a whole lot for our team. He's going to be a backup center. <laughs> no, Mo Wagner. He's still on your team? Yeah. I thought it was on the Lakers. 
Um, fine. Just for your satisfaction, I'll bump you up to a B. Thank you. I appreciate that. But you won't make the playoffs. I think we will. But that's for us to disagree on. Okay, quickly, because this has been a long episode, run us through who's in each one of your categories. Okay, so at the F, the Bulls, Pacers, Magic, Spurs. Disgraceful. And C, Nets, Cavs, Nuggets, Pistons, Grizzlies, Heat, Knicks, Kings, Raptors, and Jazz. Sorry, Raptors fans. And the B, Mavericks, Rockets, Clippers, Bucks, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Thunder, and the Wizards. In the A, the Celtics, the Hornets, the Warriors, the Suns, and the Blazers. And the A plus, the Hawks, the Lakers, and the 76ers. Okay, and mine is in the F category, Chicago Bulls, Cavs, Pacers, Magic, and Kings. C category, Nuggets, Pistons, Grizzlies, Heat, Knicks, Spurs, Raptors, Jazz. B category, Nets, Warriors, Mavs, Clippers, Bucks, Timberwolves, Thunder, and Wizards. A, Celtics, Hornets, Pelicans, Blazers, Rockets. A plus, Hawks, Lakers, Sixers, Suns. So, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Twins Takes. This is a long one, um, but we were really happy to be back, and we really enjoyed recording this and arguing. Um, we missed it, so I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Um, we're going to be back and more consistent, like I said at the beginning. Um, we got some good stuff coming out, especially with the NBA season um, fastly approaching. So if you enjoyed the episode, please feel free to share it amongst your friends. We're always trying to grow, um, and we're going to do our best to, to put ourselves out there a little bit more. Um, now that we're getting a little bit more consistent, um, you can always reach out to us on Instagram at twins.takes, um, tag us in sports posts you see or DM us. Um, we love interacting with you guys. We're going to start posting on there a little bit more frequently too, um, posting our big episodes and posting stories and polls. So be on the lookout for that. Um, besides that, Imran, do you have anything else you would like to say? Um, you'll probably see a sports recap coming out soon, probably over the past month, just with the highlights. Um, cause we probably have, we haven't done a we kept in a little while we're going through finals and stuff but um so you probably see that probably see something on the mlb offseason even though it's probably the slowest offseason in the history of sports um and you'll probably see some stuff leading up to the start of the nba season and the nhl coming up soon um so yeah lots of good stuff coming um sports starting back up soon which is always good to see yeah we'll probably bring you a sports recap on monday and then i think next thursday we want to do a kind of like an nba power rankings yeah. um heading into the season and predictions so yeah because we put these off seasons out here but these off seasons aren't necessarily like um like the the a plus off season doesn't necessarily mean you're an a plus team um so we'll uh bring you that just because we are probably going to argue a little bit more too um yep. it's going to be really fun but besides that thank you guys for listening and uh peace thanks for listening to this episode of twins takes We're the twins. And those were our takes.